0: Good day Rise listeners, um, today we have yet another guest as we close off the season. So yeah, I, I hope we're going to close it with a bang. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. And um, yeah, um, today we have a special friend of mine from first year. Um, If she could just introduce herself.
1: Um, hi, Rise Listeners. I'm I'm born and bred in Queenstown, but based in Free now. I am a UWC third-year student studying A, B, C in Dietetics. Um, we'll elaborate on that more as we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, Alizwa, thank you for coming. I've been hunting you down forever. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, um, things are hectic. And, yeah, like academics, as yeah. you said. So um, you're studying dietetics. Yes. and And um, could you, like, care to tell, like, the listeners what this entails or what it's about? Because when I first heard it, you know, I think you're the first person... <laughs> I knew who was studying this, would, um, if you could just tell us what it's about.
1: Okay. Um, dietetics is not only about nutrition and healthy eating and all of that. Um, it's a broad discipline divided into three. So you can either go into therapeutic nutrition, whereby you will work in a hospital or clinic, consult with patients, consult with the cancer, renal patients, which is kidney with TB patients. It's it's a very wide and broad spectrum. Um, you can be in community nutrition whereby you reach out to do your research in community needs as to the discipline of nutrition. And also you can branch into food service management whereby you can manage large-scale kitchens, large-scale hotels, even hospital kitchens and all of that. So it's mainly nutrition, but it's very broad and wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, um, with all these subfields of the actual field of dietetics, mm-hmm. which field are you more drawn to?
1: I'm more drawn to therapeutic nutrition and a mixture of community because the community is what builds us as a band. So, can go go. I would really love to reach areas that do not actually have the advantage and the privilege, the access to nutrition knowledge and that is where we start to actually build the country and fix problems that we have because in nutrition is prevention of a lot of things so if we know that indonesna dayo as to what we eat, what we put into our bodies, then we can prevent a lot of things so before therapeutics, I feel like nutrition in community is what I am very much more passionate about, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I, I ask you this because um, one might say, or oh, we're always told to eat healthy, and some people complain that, you know, healthy food and all these things mm-hmm. is expensive. So you then ask yourself, because we do know that... Uh, or a majority of our people suffer from diseases like diabetes mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, mm-hmm. your high blood pressure. Okay. And those are caused or they, 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 the nutrition, as you say, or their diet is attributable to the cause of those mm-hmm. diseases, you know. Um, what can be done because I've seen that you are very vocal about this, which is something I really like. Where you talk about nutrition, um, I believe you have like TikTok, but what is your take? Not TikTok, sorry, um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is your take, um, on what we can do mm-hmm. to close that gap? Because you do understand that mm-hmm. they won't necessarily. Afford, afford the wholesome, you know, the basic mm. things, and the basic things um, are not necessarily nutritious. Mm. Um, they just affordable for them.
1: Okay. Um, firstly, I want to start with defining malnutrition. Malnutrition is perceived as oklamma. Hunger, not having access to food and everything. But malnutrition is two definitions. Not being fed enough or eating the wrong things, meaning that you do not receive all the nutrients that you need. So, when dealing with community, firstly, dealing with the underprivileged, we target people, show them ways as to how they can make healthy living affordable for themselves, Gardening, for instance, knowing what is in the food that you purchase, even for instance, so making it easy for people to know and know their options as to what is affordable and what is healthy and how they can work and move around well, that mm-hmm. in a manner of, yeah, yeah, the situation, yeah, so Isebenzi said to your situation because healthy eating is not about expense, no, right. it's about having a balanced diet and knowing how to attack that, your own situation and the environment that you're in. Right. And then coming back to the privileged. The privileged to have easy access to healthy things, but they do not know because there are a lot of unhealthy foods that are perceived as healthy because of their health claims and the inability of people to understand the nutrition labels and everything that is what is is in what they putting into their bodies. So, Gengoku, it's just a matter of taking out the knowledge to people and letting the people decide as to what they are going to do about it and how they are going to move towards being healthier themselves.
0: So um, would I be correct to say that your mission or your goal is to educate people yes. about um, nutrition? Because, you know... I, I don't know, I don't read IPEC, and but yeah. okay, there's what what I see KJ Pana and all that, but uh, one needs to admit that they're very ignorant about the number of calories mm-hmm. that they consume a day and things like those are things that you never like
1: think about, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um but I want to like move on to why dietetics for you, what drove it? Um, at its initial stage, and what kept you going?
1: Okay, firstly, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I just knew I want to do something in health sciences. So when I was applying, I applied for dietetics, occupational therapy, medicine, and optometry, because it was.
0: Oh, like optometry, oh, yeah, yeah, it was.
1: It was. It was. It was all my interests. Mm.
0: Baba
1: for Medicine. I was like, no, child, no, this, this is not my, it's not my time yet. And yeah. I was battling with knowing myself at the time. So I decided to not go into that. Yeah. So I got an acceptance here at UWC and I was like, you know what? Let me get into this and see how it treats me. Mm. First year. I didn't know what I was getting into, but I fell in love with it. Absolutely. Mm. Because Um. as much as I didn't know what it was, I had an idea and I was like, okay, let me try it out. And then when I tried it out, it's going to apply in a lot of spheres in my life. Mm. So that's why I fell in love with it.
0: And you wouldn't just only be giving back to community or, uh, business, because you're talking about food service mm-hmm. management, mm-hmm. but also your family. Exactly. Um, Just before I ask this other question, I I, I want to, I don't know if you remember, but mm-hmm. when I realized that your Aliza really likes what she's doing, um, it was 2020. <laughs> yeah, it was the end of the year and then you're like, you come back excited it was after day of school, and I don't know if you had a practical or what, mm. because things were still very controlled, yeah. but I would say that in your guys' case, in health sciences, you guys uh, were required to come to the not the lecture, but the yeah. practical, practical yes. And you were like, you oh, guys, <laughs> and then we come with oh, society Saike o and the others uh, or and then you say, uh, hey, you start dishing up. So it's, it's rice, it's lentils, I think. And it's a, a salad mm. with apples. So now I'm like, yo, I've never had apples and, 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 mm. and rice before. But <laughs> let me try this out. And you're so excited. And then you start eating. And then you're looking at us. And you are standing up. And you're like, okay, guys, so... How is it? So like, <laughs> mm, no, it's 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 okay. Like I've never heard, it. I've never had this mm-hmm. before. So yeah, of course my palate, you know, it's to good. taste the indonesian, yeah. so um, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm getting to. But but it was something we're not used to, mm-hmm. and such combinations whereby you were trying to explain to us that dish. But, okay, this is a better dish because yeah. it has. This nutrient and this mm-hmm. nutrient, and it is balanced in terms of calories yeah. and stuff. But I was really, um, upon reflection, when I thought about that day and when you dished that food for us, yeah. you know, I was like, Aliza really likes what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, this gets me to the other question of what has driven you in light of all of us having you know, life difficulties, challenges, um, how or what has been the driving factor for you when you're doing this dietetics thing? Because when I speak to other guests, I always find that passion fuels your drive. Now. Yeah. And you are a testament of that. I knew that in whatever that happens, Ah uh, least will graduate as a dietitian that, yeah, you guys are dietitians, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so you graduate as a dietitian. And um, if you could just put us into that uh, experience which you had in terms of going through the most and how you navigate navigated your way through it.
1: Okay, um, what really drives my passion is my father. Well, my father was diagnosed with diabetes, In nineteen ninety eight, if I'm correct, nineteen ninety-eight, yes. So throughout that journey I've seen him get in and out of hospital, fall sick and come back, be literally on his deathbed, a and crush life again. You know. So it it it, it, it's always been a matter of having to be able to control a diabetes and We are grateful that Utat has reached E50 and beyond that because we managed to support him as his family because... To support Umtu that is in that situation, you can't just make them, be yeah, a begla diet. let's do it together, because together. it makes it easier for them to comply to what they're supposed to be doing, you know.
0: You know, yeah. it,
1: it, it, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's been a thing that we've been following ever since I've been growing up. And as much as I'm getting into the course now, I'm realizing that, We were actually doing everything right, but we didn't know that we're doing everything right. Because how we're eating, healthy eating is not literally moving away from what you're doing. Stick to what what you're eating, stick to what you afford, but make a few changes here and there. Control everything that you're eating, but stay within your budget, stay within Linda, and do not move outside of your comfort zone. Because... That's what people think, and that's what drives people away from health. Mm. They perceive it as a comfort zone and do things that you do not enjoy. Enjoy it, but control it yeah. and move towards health. So, my father's situation is really what drives me because having known that, that I didn't know that and is so silly from our diet and everything it would have prevented apo skoyongoko because mm. right now my father has end stage renal failure which is kidney failure um his eyesight is affected um his teeth like it's it, it diabetes is bad mm. and people underestimate it because of mm. that people need to understand the severity of these non-communicable diseases diabetes, hypertension heart disease and what it is that you put into your body that could lead to that but, and is in the owner's controller to live a longer and healthier yeah, life yeah,
0: yeah because um, one would say that yeah your life is in your hands ne? Mm. and um, I always get bothered by the fact that maybe one would want to do Health decisions or healthy eating at a later stage, exactly. but then, uh, I think that's where the issue is at times. Where now it's a matter of controlling. We want mm. to control. We don't want to prevent. Exactly. You know? And um, I can relate to the diabetes thing, mm. whereby uh, my grandfather also had it. He was diabetic, mm. and he'd always say, "Like play sport, man. Be healthy. Don't mm. be like me." Like, I, 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 I am in this position mm-hmm. because of the decisions that I took. That's so um, you, you spoke about people creating their own initiatives to actually be able to ensure that they do healthy eating. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that healthy eating does not require a revolution. or your own kingdom is the same thing. It's a capuchinu. a you
1: No. It's literally a matter of if you don't rice with a mazamba, I'll rice without a mazamba and add something else. It's has been a chagwazis, capital, cabbage, Carrots, mm-hmm. carrots onions, mm-hmm. all of that. There's so much. There's so much that you can do for yourself that you do not need to go purchase at the store. <sighs> Those frozen veg thingies, as is they are so <laughs> affordable, but people don't enjoy them. But you try and make something for you to palette it, because even you don't veg, work around the solution for totally veg. It nice and
0: edible. yeah, mm.
1: like you have to make ways for yourself to get into this lifestyle, and that doesn't mean go buy expensive spices and herbs and all of that. If Mklambi, you don't like a butternut, add a little bit of butter and a little bit of sugar. It's going to be palatable. It's going to be enjoyable. And it's
0: still butternut.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Because um, like, I, I, I know people who don't, like for instance, eat takeaways. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, no, you take away, but at the end of the day, you get people who will also tell you, but well, no, there's nothing wrong with fat. You need fat in your body. You need protein. So when you're eating KFC, there's certain things that you get out of it.
1: Uh, but you, you need fat in your body and protein in moderation. Mm. That's what we forget. We have to moderate everything that we're putting in. Because as much as I need fat, I have to stick to a certain amount. If mm. I exceed that, obviously, in some yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, so you do deal with obesity. Mm-hmm. And you also deal with people who would say, what? Malnourished. Malnourished, yes, underweight. And all of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, through the education, what do you think we are lacking in South Africa at the moment? Because I do know that our rates for diabetes, for instance, are very high. Mm-hmm.
1: Diabetes, hypertension, strokes, heart disease are part of the top 10 leading causes of death in South Africa. So that is mostly contributed to by things that we're eating, obviously. And it's because we do not know what we are eating in the sense that you will find a bar of uh, let, let, let me think of an example. For instance, we'll find a fruit bar, those energy bars. Uh,
0: yeah, let, let's not mention. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the branding, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, You'll find an energy bar. Mm. like energy bar, it's told, you're, you're told that you'll have energy for the morning. It substitutes as breakfast, this, this yeah. and that. But think about how, how much sugar is in it? Mm. How much fat is in it? Mm. And It could be equivalent to maybe eight spoons of sugar that you're eating in one go. And you're going to continue having sugar throughout the day. You're going to continue having something fatty throughout the day. So there are a lot of things that are perceived to be healthy that we do not know are actually unhealthy. And we continue eating them. For instance, yogurt. I'm not saying people should stop eating yogurt, but moderate the amount of yogurt that you're eating. Moderate the amount of things that you're consuming that you think are healthy but are actually aren't. And the leading cause of this is the fact that in South Africa we do not have clear labels on food that show what is in our food.
0: Mm. That
1: is mainly what I'm fighting for, okay.
0: But our labels. But then I want to understand but what then do you say to someone who then says, Hey, like a lot is said about this. I mm. find myself in a position where I feel mm. like everything is bad for you what do i then eat so as Usna i'm a 23 year old mm-hmm. i want to make a good decision or a health decision that's going to contribute to my overall health and um, hopefully add um you know longevity, longevity
1: to, to my life, life.
0: Mm-hmm. where then do i start what do
1: I do? I, I always get that in the sense that every time you advise Umtoba stay away from this, this and that, you always get la feedback. But it seems like everything Gogo is bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Unfortunately almost everything is bad because over 80% on the products on the shelves and stores are ultra processed meaning they are high in sugar, high in salt, high in saturated fats. They contain artificial sweetness and preservatives and all of that. It's a situation whereby try sticking to fresh Mm. and avoid ultra-processed. Ultra-processed means get the canned, the packaged, everything. Like... it means your tent foods, food, yeah. your your noodles, your if, everything that's packaged, your and your pies, yeah, your frozen your pies, pies <laughs> your ready <laughs> meals. woolies, tangu wolis your If I get food to and have it for dinner. Yeah. Yep. So as try sticking to fresh as much as not everything on your plate will be fresh, fresh but right. try adding, adding a bit of fresh, fresh to, your yeah. yeah. to your food and it's impossible for us students because as qesha sizayenza you know because we do not have time but it's it's, it's just a matter of try using gay okay, or frozen, frozen to replace the fresh but as much as it is processed, it still contains the nutrients that you do actually need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I arrived here, well, not when I arrived, when I was doing my second year, Mm -hmm. staying at Colleen Williams, residence, Mm -hmm. and a group of students at Colleen had started a garden, like a vegetable garden. Mm -hmm. And I was very interested to ask them that, okay, guys, so what, what's up with the garden? Like, they're like, no, um, this is actually for students who cannot afford food mm. and who are, in a way, having problems with funding. Mm. So my interest was, okay, when everyone goes back home and people get placed in mm. VAC residences, you know, those who stay behind, yeah. who then takes care of, of the, the garden. garden. You know, mm. So it's like, oh, that's the biggest challenge because yeah. always have to start over. Oh. Yet um, other vegetables which are, I don't know, as if my okay, mm-hmm. we cannot plant because everyone is
1: gone. Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: So um, I hear the point you're saying about the importance of having fresh. Mm-hmm. And I think the challenge these days is that, as you said, as not fresh, we don't yes. have time. And these things which are ultra-processed and all that, they buy us convenience mm-hmm. because you just put in the oven and like, buy oh, from a long day you just put in the oven and then you eat
1: Take and it. Then out that's and, it. Mm.
0: So um you started a Instagram uh page or are you using your personal I'm
1: using my personal, your personal one.
0: yeah I'm, your personal um account if you could just tell us what that account is about.
1: Okay. Um I'm part of a campaign which is Better Labels Better Choices. Better Labels Better Choices is campaigning for front of package warning labels which will appear on the front of ultra processed packaged foods. So those warning labels will tell you if it is high in salt, it's high in sugar, it's high in saturated fats or contains um artificial sweeteners. You'll get your sodas. I won't yeah, mention the sodas, brand. Yeah. Is our tea us. is is our is tea zero sugar. Is that, is that, is that. Yeah but it still tastes the same if you think about it, because uh, it has artificial original, yeah. sweetness. Uh-huh. So, health claim, and then going back, yeah, I'm healthy, all of that, but you're not aware of the artificial sweetness that are in there to maintain the same taste. Mm. So, you're still consuming sweetener. Mm. It still affects your health in the same way that it does. does yeah. It's just a matter of we are being deceived by manufacturers by giving us appealing statements, appealing packaging, and appealing products. So what we're fighting for is that e-draft regulation for labeling of foods, it becomes stronger. Mm. Stronger in the sense that even products for kids as unhealthy as cartoons. Yeah. In marketing, it will be bland because that's what they use to attract children. Mm. Even the placement of the products, if ukubone, those cereals with cartoons and everything, yeah. they're placed at the bottom and the boring ones are placed at the, the top. The top yeah. It's yeah. a strategy to attract them. Yeah. So i throw yeah. you 10 to so that goes out know, So we're fighting against that. Uzabona packs of chips, zine cartoons and all of that, Zibegwa at the level that children have to see them because mm. they're targeting Umtana to elicit a feeling of Zalini to buy those unhealthy mm-hmm. products. So we are fighting against, we're being deceived, honestly. Yeah. We need transparency from these brands. We need transparency from the manufacturers. And this, I believe, will make them shift from ultra processed and come back to the healthier side because once we have those labels, it'll elicit a negative feeling of those packaged That's foods good, yeah. and people will move away from those products. This system economy as we speak yeah. and it's working because obesity, diabetes, hypertension rates are dropping by a certain percentage. Mm. And if those countries gorgeous. if those countries can do it then why, why can't we? Has? Because it's so easy for us to place a warning label, we box a cigarette, but we don't want to place it on food, but mm. it does the same effect.
0: Yeah. Um, while we're on that, you, you talk about cigarettes. I think in the UK, mm. um, they've removed the this labeling you're mm. talking about and they've actually put the effects. Um, there was a documentary I think I watched mm. a few years ago about
1: that. Yep. They, they, they... And
0: if in our case in south africa for instance um you don't get advertisements on cigarettes yes but you still get on alcohol
1: yeah you
0: know and some there are ambassadors like yourself mm. who are against the advertising mm. and the labelling of alcohol saying that look we are not um showing the effects of alcohol. Instead exactly. we are glorifying alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol is used like in sponsorships and all of that. Mm-hmm. Let it be something that we educate. So in terms of substances and food, let it be something that we educate exactly. about um, especially about like the youth mm-hmm. about these are the effects. Nguye, um, who after having accumulated the knowledge, mm-hmm. goes and buys that exactly.
1: particular thing. Exactly, you know? because I a box of cigarette, it is warning, this causes cancer. I don't know if this causes cancer. If you have a question, you have a question, you it's it's question, it's, it's the fact that we can't reach wonke question this is what is in food, this is what's happening. So let's just make it easy for anyone and everyone, even the underprivileged, to be able to understand Obako Kondoni by having those clear warning, easy-to-understand labels. Exactly.
0: And um, one will expect that the business community, the manufacturers... Mm we'll put a fight with it because oh, definitely. It's, a, it's, a, it's a marketing strategy that has been used for, for, years, for years and years and
1: decades.
0: Years. Yeah. So um, you're doing great work, you know, um, in terms of trying to educate or educating us and getting us thinking about mm-hmm. um, what are we ingesting in our mm-hmm. bodies. Because um, at the end of the day, what you are, what you eat. Exactly. Now. And um, I'd just like to, to know, like, what were the challenges for you through this journey? And what did you maybe have to unlearn? Yes, you saying you came from a home that mm-hmm. really embraced healthy eating because of your father and in support of your father. Um what would be the true power that you think you have gained from studying dietetics?
1: Okay, um, firstly challenges. <laughs> hey, academics. Oh, this academics, <laughs> academics. <laughs> uh, academics. Um but my challenge last year I failed a module of which it intercepted my internship and my other modules for this year. So I'm doing that module and I did other modules to cover up. Mm. So what that did, it it set me back a bit and I started thinking, do I really want to do this thing? Do I really love it? Because I'm not a failure. I know for a fact. Mm. I, I hate failing. Mm. It's 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 that's not part of me it's not yeah what I enjoy doing at you know so this campaign actually came at the perfect time mm. because it showed me my love for dietetics even outside of my academics and mm. as an individual mm. so I love what I do mm. um it has given me the power to reach people. Yeah. I'm, as much as Dengundu Abandu, Abandu Ndiaboyika, but we've had practicals where we've had to go to communities, the underprivileged, go door to door, speak to people, yeah. have a crowd, educate people. Yeah. And I revel in that. Yeah. I, I draw from people's energy. Yeah. And it's how a lot of people are oblivious of these things and they don't know them. And when you reach them, then, it's 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 a new thing. It's an exciting thing to them, and that's what I want to do. Yeah. As much as it's it's helping me personally, the biggest power I think I have gained from this course is having to reach people.
0: Having to reach people. Yes. I think uh, I like I like that. Um, before we close, I'd like to just say that. Your, I won't say it's an extracurricular activity, but you found something that was external in your studies, even though connected in that it dealt with the same yes. uh, subject matter. But you found something that you really uh, connected with, and that became a driving force. And I think we can denote a very powerful message from that in that you must not just focus on. It. On mainly, that. mainly his scholar, Exactly. you need to find something that you enjoy and that thing will ultimately fuel your drive to even continue, because I would say for myself for instance, mm-hmm. I'm doing content I know, but hey I need to do content, I need to shoot at the same time, I need to run the phone content so you need to find something that is going to keep you to your feet. Exactly. Um, that's also going to inspire you. And I believe that um, your community development, okay, I will, will term it community development, mm-hmm. um, community outreach, going out there to the community mm-hmm. and teaching them. What is the ultimate thing that you would like to achieve with um, the line of work you're doing? Um, I will call it uh, nutrition education for
1: now. Okay. Uh, Honestly, I want to be a brand. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm building myself towards being a brand. Um my life ultimate goal is to have my own practice. But I do not want to target the privileged. I want to be for the underprivileged. I want to reach places where even our public health system doesn't reach. Mm. So I want to branch out, out. and reach
0: yeah, well, like the, the poorest of the poor.
1: The, exactly. Yeah. And also get okay, the privilege
0: because the privilege.
1: that's where the bag is. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. But I want to be an overall service to people in the sense that I'll offer nutrition therapy and also be. The person the same person that offers the services. So in the sense that you'll come to me, you'll consult mm. and will tell you 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 want to I'll tell you you need to go into a specific diet and whatever. I'll do a meal plan for you. I can give you the same service and meal prep for you.
0: So you've already started with the awareness of nutrition awareness mm. and education. So would you describe yourself as someone who will commit their career to um fighting corporates that have had hard, entrenched marketing mm-hmm. strategies? Of course. So that's what... Okay. Of
1: course. I, I, it has to be part of what <laughs> I do every day. Do. It has to be.
0: And what would you say to that high school student who doubts studying dietetics, that is scared of studying dietetics? Um, what do you say to the current student at yeah. university that has started out or is in doubt? And in general, what do you say to the young people of South Africa and everyone else listening?
1: Okay. Um, dietetics is not just about losing or gaining weight because every time someone approaches me, it's like, lose, <speaking in Spanish> you know, it's, it's, it's not only about that. We deal with a lot of cases And we are a pivot in health sciences and we are a pivot in health professionals as well. So, this means that we can do so much within our profession. We can reach a lot of people because trust yourself. Honestly, that's all I'm going to say. Trust yourself, be open and fall in love with it because it's difficult. I won't lie. It's hard. And it's brought to a lot of modules but when you come back it all, all makes, makes sense, sense and it comes together yes so it's just a matter of making sure that you understand
0: okay so um thank you ali um you really inspire us and yeah seeing you grow hey but um Please keep doing the work that you do. And yeah, uh, just keep going. Oh, thank, thank you, you so for much. Advice. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs>